What's going on, family? TGIF. Thank God it's Friday, and welcome to another edition of The Faction Quick Hits. I'm your man, GP Gerard Bonner, and I hope you guys are doing well. I hope you are safe, as certainly here in the United States, things continue to ramp up surrounding the coronavirus. Well, right now, it's reported that the United States has more cases of the coronavirus than any other country in the world. So it's a pretty serious situation. So my PSA is really simple. Uh, If you are sick, please get tested and also stay home. Um, If you're not sick, stay home. Stay home as much as you possibly can and uh, protect yourself, your loved ones, and the world around us from spreading this disease. That's my PSA for you. I think it's of great importance as more and more some of us are starting to actually know people or seeing it impact our family that are involved or that have been impacted by coronavirus. So it's a very serious situation. And I hope that as you're looking for things to pass the time, that could be perhaps why you're listening to us right now. So whatever your reason or motive, we appreciate you joining us. Make sure you're following us on all things social media at The Faction Show. And of course, subscribe to our podcast if you've not done so already. So there is a lot of news to get to. I'm going to save the big ticket item, I think, for last, but I'll kick off with, of course, the Wednesday Night War, which took place this Wednesday, AEW versus NXT, and there was a bit of a first here. It's the first time that both AEW and NXT performed in front of empty arenas. AEW, this is their second consecutive week. Of course, last week for NXT, it was all one pre-packaged, pre-taped show that involved no in-ring action. So with that said, how did things go for both AEW and NXT? Well, AEW wins again with a viewership of 819,000. That's down 12% from last week. The flip side is NXT garnered 669,000 viewers, which is up 22% from last week. So a marked improvement for NXT, but AEW continues to win the Wednesday Night War as they have done for all of 2020. Both of them had some significant moments happening, including some new debuts on the NXT side. The show ended, of course, with Triple H saying that there's going to be a final battle between Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa. He's looking for the building, etc., etc. But it was interrupted by another one of these cryptic videos, which many of us believe uh, is the entrance of Killer Cross. If you're not familiar with Killer Cross, he did quite a bit of time there in Impact Wrestling. He's doing time in MLW as well. Looking forward to seeing him debut in NXT. But needless to say, it was definitely a different space for NXT. And again, for brands like NXT and AEW, who are so connected to their fan base, you definitely feel the lack of fans there. On the AEW side of things, they continue to build uh, with the presence of Brody Lee, who continues used to take veiled shots at the WWE and Vince McMahon. We also saw the first confrontation between Matt Hardy and Chris Jericho, which included a promo that Chris Jericho cut on Vanguard 1, which a lot of people are talking about. Uh, AEW, I think, continues to bring us great content, even in these uncertain and trying times. NXT did a solid job as well. 
Perhaps their show wasn't as interesting as it normally is, but we do know this. The fate of NXT TakeOver Tampa Bay, which we know is not happening, but the matches that were scheduled will all be presented during April presentations of NXT on USA. So be on the lookout for that. So we've got that going on. Interestingly enough, WWE is making some very unique moves, and one of those is giving free access all of a sudden to the WWE Network. Now we know this past Sunday was the premiere of WrestleMania 30 on ESPN. This coming Sunday will be WrestleMania 32. And of course, there's one more that they'll be sharing before we lead up to WrestleMania 36. So this carte blanche free access to the WWE Network there are a lot of things that potentially could be behind it. Number one, of course, the declining numbers of subscribers of the WWE Network. They've not been able to maintain 2 million subscribers since its launch. And let's be clear, they launched in 2014. So we're at the six-year mark for the WWE Network, and they've really not been able to make the moves that they need to make. Couple that with, of course, now you're giving access to WrestleMania, etc., etc. Free access to the WWE Network, I'm sure, is in hopes to, number one, raise the subscriber numbers, and number two, perhaps to take advantage of all of the new access points and exposure to perhaps new fans. Here's the challenge, folks. WrestleMania 36 will not look like any other WrestleMania we've seen for a very obvious reason. There's not going to be an audience. It's going to look like and be held in the same venues as NXT and as Raw and SmackDown. That takes away from what WrestleMania is supposed to be. It's supposed to be the grandest stage of them all. The grandest stage can't look like the same normal stage we get every week. By the way, I should mention that NXT emanated from Full Sail once again, the first coronavirus show to happen outside of the Performance Center. With that said, we also know WWE's precautions, and I say that in quotes, has been to uh, pre-record all of the content that you are seeing from now through WrestleMania and even the day after WrestleMania. So NXT last night was not live. It was pre-recorded. Next week's will be as well, as will the following episodes, likely through the month of April. Uh, SmackDown tonight is pre-recorded, as will Raw for this coming Monday, etc., etc. And WrestleMania was pre-recorded both this past Wednesday and last night, which now leads us to the big news that we could have launched with but we saved for the end and that is another wrinkle to the Wrestlemania card so we found out last week that the coronavirus or really actually a couple of days ago that the coronavirus has made its way into WWE programming as a result Dana Brooke and Rey Mysterio were uh, taken away from Wrestlemania because they both have been self-quarantined dealing with symptoms of the coronavirus we do know that uh, Dana Brooke was supposed to be a part of the SmackDown Women's Championship match. That's not going to happen. Well, it's gotten super big as last night we broke the news that Roman Reigns, who was scheduled to battle Goldberg for the Universal Championship, will not be participating in WrestleMania. He is citing, of course, we all know the issues that he's had with uh, his immune system connected to the uh, leukemia diagnosis that has happened, and he did not feel comfortable putting himself at that degree of risk WWE 
agreed and chose to give him that time off. So that means Roman Reigns is out of WrestleMania. That means Goldberg does not have an opponent. Who will his opponent be? We'll find out tonight, likely, on SmackDown. Um, but this raises all sorts of concerns about WrestleMania. We have talked about the wisdom of it, and we have said over time, with the outbreak that is happening, it is not a smart move to have WrestleMania happen. But Vince McMahon is absolutely hell-bent on bringing us WrestleMania, even if it's pre-recorded. Even if it means that it is putting some of his athletes at risk. And the concern I have is just monumental. Obviously, from a fan's perspective, the wrestlers and the fans should be able to share some of the major moments that have the potential to happen. Um, the potential of Drew McIntyre beating Brock Lesnar for the WWE Championship. The potential of Goldberg losing the Universal Championship. Uh, and whatever other moments could potentially happen are being robbed from fans. AEW, I thought, made a great move, yes, by continuing their weekly programming, but not giving us the big blood and gut situation that was supposed to happen this past Wednesday because they recognized, hey, listen, this is a shared experience that should happen between the fans and the performers. So I'm not against empty arena situations. I am against the empty arena Super Bowl. The NFL didn't do it. And while March Madness was considered to happen in front of an empty arena, the NCAA didn't do it. We didn't see, and we probably won't see, an empty arena World Series, an empty arena NBA championship, an empty arena Masters. Why are we doing an empty arena WrestleMania? This is a bad move. I have been consistent with that. Yes, I think it's great for us to be able to have entertainment, but not at the expense of the wrestlers involved. And now that the WrestleMania card is being impacted as we knew it would, when will Vince get the message? Well, here's the thing that we know. WrestleMania is not going to be canceled. Um, because it's already been recorded. We do not know what the results are. I did promise you guys that if we found out, we wouldn't share them so that you can still experience WrestleMania as it was intended to be experienced. But I hope that at the end of the day, Vince gets what he wants. But I don't know what Vince wants in all of this. I don't know if it's simply saying we're going to buck the system and we're going to have this event anyway and it's going to be amazing. There is nothing amazing about an empty arena WrestleMania, particularly when all of the superstars involved could potentially be at risk for a deadly disease. This is nothing to play with. And uh, the fact that Vince McMahon is not taking it seriously has strong, strong implications to backfire on Vince and the WWE. So we're going to see what's going on. We'll keep our ears and eyes to the ground. But I want to find out from you, what do you think? Should WrestleMania go on? Should it not? And what happens if other wrestlers make the decision either not to participate as a result of the coronavirus concerns or even worse, if any of them should con contract the coronavirus? Should WWE be liable if their performers contract the coronavirus. Let's have that conversation via social media. I want to hear your comments. I want to read your comments. So by all means, reach out to us, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter 
at The Faction Show. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, make sure you're subscribing to these podcasts as well on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever it is uh, that you get your podcast, whatever platform you prefer. And certainly, if you've not done this, go back and check out our previous content. Uh, we've talked about quite a few issues and scenarios on there. I think you'll find it to be entertaining and informative, including our weekly roundup, quick hits, interviews, and more. And you can access them, of course, by subscribing to our podcast again on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever it is that you prefer to consume your podcast. So with that said, I think I've given you enough food for thought for today. We're going to get out of here and wrap up. By all means, let me know what you think about today's episode of The Faction Quick Hits. Until next time, it's your man GB, representing for my good brothers Courtney and Brandon Clack, and this is The Faction. <laughs>